Welcome to Bravo's Dos Amigas with Angela and John Biev. What's up? How is it going? I literally just finished the episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I watched it earlier and I feel like I was dreaming about it when I took my nap. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for the next episode. That's what I took away. Yes. Yes. Same. Uh, For most of it, I was like, I got, I wanted to text you and be like, this episode is boring. It was very like, (laughs) they were all like, was it camaraderie? It was the theme of camaraderie. They were all getting along. I just was so, we'll get into it, but the Dory PK anniversary surprise <laughs> was so lame. Pretty woman. It was so cringe. What if someone did that for you? Would you break up with them? I mean, I can see why it was supposed to be special or whatever but it just felt really forced and it felt kind of like it was put on the show on purpose to showcase like look he's able to to borrow this necklace that's worth was it five million or five hundred thousand I didn't like see how many zeros it was I don't know that's fine let's no listening (laughs) let's tackle a couple things before the episode PK and Dorit marriage. I looked it up. It said, so it's kind of like, I guess they said that they aren't separated, but that they're going to counseling and spending time apart. I don't know. I just read like a headline. So Mm -hmm. I don't see them breaking up. Like, I really don't. I I didn't think that. Okay, because I don't think that I've ever thought, oh, Kyle and Mauricio will never break up. But I feel like I've always thought PK and Dorit will never break up. Yeah, but also Dorit is way out of PK's league. (laughs) Yeah, but PK's got the money, right? Yeah, and they have those two small children. So I I do hope that they stay together. I hope that, you know. And I think that happens a lot when couples are together until their children get older and then their children start doing their own thing. And then there's more time that you get just Mm one-on-one and then they realize that they don't have much in common anymore. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to Kyle and Mauricio. Show me a good marriage that has survived the housewives. Do we know any of them? Are there any? Oh my God. You know, like, if you think of, like, I mean, I wouldn't say Joe and Melissa Gorga have a good marriage. I think um, yeah. that marriage is... They're just very, Italian. Yeah, like, there's <laughs> uh, weird stuff going on there. Oh, also, BravoCon is this weekend, and oh my God. and I wish we were there. I was just watching people's stories from <laughs> so Vanderpump. Sad. A summer house, housewives, and they're all headed to Vegas to BravoCon. Why does it have to be in Vegas? I'm just, there's the debauchery that's going to take place. There's going to be so much that goes down. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear. I think they're going to live stream some stuff. Oh, good. I hope so. I want to watch it. 
I'm so excited. I wish I was there. I know. Same. Also, we'll go next year. Yes, we will. Ramona got canceled this week. This is really, really disappointing, but we all knew that she was a racist. Yeah, I mean, the fact that I guess she, because I was reading a little bit that she had used a racial slur to Ebony, who was on the cast, but like nobody cared back then or something. That's Mm -hmm. pretty bad. So Ramona has been exed from BravoCon. And her job. And her job, her like endorsements are going bye-bye, so not a good look it's really bad it's not 1950 why are you using the n-word yeah don't never never no racial slur should ever come out of your mouth no anyways also we learned shannon bedore yes three years probation at least she's not going to jail yeah, I'm surprised she couldn't buy her way out of it. I've known people who have done the same thing and have gotten off for less. I feel Not like... Not to say that Yeah, that's no, that's okay, true. But... I mean, three years is a lot of probation. I mean, she just can't get in trouble again for three years. We'll see. Can she do it? <laughs> Can she do it? And is she going to be at BravoCon? Shannon? Yeah. Oh, so that's going to be interesting panel. Wait. Mm-hmm. Keep talking. Let me look. <laughs> yeah. I think I just saw someone say, like, this is, I can't wait to see this panel. I'm like, oof. Also, Ariana and Sandoval are going to be there. Oh, yeah. Together. They probably together, have to but... be, like, on the same panel because it's Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know they were going to make sure that Ariana would be there. We okay. have to go next year. We do. Okay, so this week's episode was called... An Sorry, un- yes, she will be there. Okay. An unwise surprise. Okay, what's the surprise? Well, I think it's the PK thing. I thought it was maybe the tattoo. It could have been anything. Oh, oh my God. We, we'll get into that, too. I mean, yeah. Uh, this episode opened up with, like, a, a fancy picnic. <laughs> Yeah, and it was cold in Beverly Hills. Like yes, I know. Must have been like December, um, okay, or January. And it's a picnic for Dorit and Erica to have a one-on-one. And I, yeah, shook. Have you ever seen Erica apologize to anyone ever? I don't think about it. No, I don't think. I think this is the first apology Erica's ever administered on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's a historic day. Well, she's trying to learn empathy. Remember last week. The 90210 is shook right now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and Dorit was shook, too. She I would be like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, good for Erica though Erica needs some people on her side and she's always liked Dorit I think and she admitted to this she said I need you because I don't have any friends right now yeah 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 so it is kind of like a chess maneuver however it takes a lot to apologize to somebody that's true so for Erica yeah we're glad to see that Dorit shares what happened to her at Christmas. And this poor thing, she, oh, she keeps getting, I know, she was robbed. Somebody stole her bag. The thing is, 
not too relatable when you say I went to the ATM to get some walk around money for Christmas, $10,000. That's it. You know, just a little walk around money, just a little something that wasn't like for presents. I don't think maybe it was, but that's pretty awesome. Um, And then she was in a store and somebody stole her bag. And then they looked at the, the footage and she said that three men had followed her and it triggered her PTSD. That's very scary to be followed by people. That that makes total sense to me. Me too. And I think that, um, like, we'll get into it later. PK doesn't really understand the PTSD. This could be a big thing of why they're not getting along right now. Yeah. Like, you need to understand what your lady is going through. I also think there's like, yeah, that's a lot. But I also think that there's a slight cultural difference. Because Can I only like say this? A different generation. Different generation, also British. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I think that there... America is one of the rare countries who really put mental health in the precedence. Um, and a lot of countries think that we coddle... And I can say this because I have ties to Asia and it's the same. They don't go to therapy. Mental health is not a thing there. So I think that maybe it might be this kind of cultural difference. And then also he's older. Yeah. And it's a bit different. Totally. I just. I really found PK really annoying in this episode. Yeah. Pretty. There was one specific point. Yes. Was really forced. It was really. Um, okay, so then we head over to Sutton. And what do you think of her and Avi? He's kind of funny. Is that her assistant? Like assistant guy? Yeah. They're funny. Right? They're funny together. I want, I feel like Sutton uses him as company and I love it. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of people do that have personal assistants. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really loving Sutton this season. Oh, good. But maybe things might change the next episode as to I'm, what was teased. Yes, the tease is very intriguing. Well, okay. Garcelle comes over and they talk about going to Vegas for Crystal's 40th birthday, which when you think of Crystal, you don't really think of Las Vegas, but that's we'll- what's the good thing. Exactly. They're trying to get the stick out of her ass. And then this is really funny because Sutton hired a matchmaker and the matchmaker comes over and Sutton lists what she wants like in a partner and she doesn't list that many things. She says like he has to be tall. We'll talk about the money later. She says he has to have a college degree. But I was wondering what does Angela want in a partner? (laughs) Um, Probably all the same things. But I would put more precedence on the bank account. Yeah. Um, I don't you care also... about a college degree. That's like me whatever. either. You, you know. can be like successful without a college degree. Exactly. So. And then I think that one thing is like you have to be funny. If you're not funny, I can't be around you. I don't want to be around you. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, because um, you used to work with me. There are many unfunny people, and I don't want to be around them. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, 
you know, one funny person to every like not funny loser out there. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I definitely think like funny. I can't be with someone who's cheap. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, uh, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't want to tip, you know. Ooh. And also, like, you can't take yourself too, like, seriously. Like, you have to let things go. Also well-dressed. Also, like, I'm very independent. And so I can't have someone who's, like, clinging. Oh, I don't want you to do that. Or, you know, like, ooh, I'm going to do what I want. Five tattoos, ten, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, believe in matchmaking huh you never really I don't know do you so I actually always wished I was a princess and I had <laughs> um <laughs> an arranged marriage oh you just learn to love the person yeah but usually the person that I mean I have some friends who um whose parents had arranged marriages okay yeah and they were able to make it work like really well yeah and it's all about like success yeah and how they're being paired up and I actually I really like that because they're thinking about the future more than they are about in the moment mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think love is a disease <laughs> you would <laughs> Well, it's like addiction. It's literally it, oh, and yeah. endorphins in your brain as drugs do. I think lust is an addiction. Oh, yeah. But love can be an addiction, too, or, like, those people that, like, love bomb you on, like, you know, right away. Oh. But, like, yeah. no. Not a fan. I think <laughs> that if you're a matchmaker and you're successful in Beverly Hills, you must be good at what you're doing. Yeah, and it's a lot riding on that too because all of these people are probably really big name people. Yeah, I trust her. I hope it yeah. works out for Sutton. I'm interested to see where that goes. I'm sure we'll see maybe some of the dates. Yeah, just next time, don't wear a cat sweater. Yeah, and talk <laughs> about your like neuropathy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, then we go to. Gracias Madre, which is actually a restaurant I've been to. We go with Crystal and her brother and her husband. And um, yeah, we did like a, I think it was a birthday dinner that I had there with some friends. Is and this in Beverly Hills? It's in Beverly Hills. It's right around the corner. It's not in Beverly Hills. It's in West Hollywood. It, you know what's right around the corner? Okay. Sir, Sir Restaurant, right around the Sir's corner. Sir's in West Hollywood? Yeah. Okay. It's right by the Abbey the which is like um oh for people who don't know west hollywood the abbey which is where tom sandoval and raquel were seen by james um... kennedy's girlfriend but the abbey is like this famous gay club that like people like always go to and you get fucking wasted at the okay. abbey and they have like go-go dancer male go-go dancers um Ew. yeah very cute it's like such a hot place but anyway they go to the <laughs> restaurant and I don't really care about Crystal's brother. Mm -mm. It's her brother's storyline. It's not really her storyline. I think that's why she brought her in. Brought him in. Yeah. I was just like. Okay. I do think Rob. 
Mm-hmm. Rob's the husband, right? It's yeah, Rob. I think that's his name. He is such a Disney guy. Like, of course he would. You know what I mean? He even looks like someone who'd work at Disney Studios. Uh, Walt yeah, Disney Studios. Does. The glasses, the beard, the, the face. innocent face. He looks like a Disney character. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, I just can't get invested. Yeah, boring. Next. Next. Kyle picks up Dorit in her, okay. I didn't even know Range Rover made $135,000 cars. They do. Do you like Range Rovers? Would you drive one? I think they're, I okay. Chris and I talked about getting, like, we want, like, a big car that can fit all, like, the wedding equipment, like, wedding gear for our DJ business, right? DJ. And we've talked about, like, a Escalade, because we're from that time when Escalades were, like, cool, and we're still, like, stuck. Is that a Ford? No, it's a Cadillac. Okay. (laughs) And then, but we also talk about Suburbans, and I don't know what they are, um... I don't think like that, a Subaru? That, that might be a Ford Suburban. No, maybe. I don't know. But I mean, Never a big get car, a Ford. I'm ha- no, I'm happy is about what a, I know. Big, a big car. A big car. I'm all about it. But I don't know. So I just got a new car. <gasps> oh, yes. And it's big. It's pretty big. Yeah. But the only thing is every time I tell someone. So I got a BMW. I got a BMW X1. I'm clapping for her. Yeah. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Thank you. And it's the perfect size for me. I was driving a Toyota Camry before. Mm -hmm. And the Camrys actually hold a lot, especially because the kind that I had, you could put the back seats down and then insert more stuff into the trunk, whatever. But the BMW X1 is like the perfect like middle size car, mid-size car. Okay. But when I tell people that I got a BMW, they're like, oh, it's going to cost you so much money when something goes wrong. And, like, I understand. I get it. Yeah. I got multiple, like, packages to Oh, help. good. But also, why are people telling me if something goes wrong? Don't put that out in the universe. That's right. It's very rude. Like, nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing's going to happen. Fucking manifesting that for me, asshole. Exactly. Like, that's the reason it's going to happen now is because multiple people told me. Anyways, um, I would recommend the BMW X1 for you guys. <laughs> this is not a BMW endorsement, but if it was, we would be proud of it. <laughs> um, also, I would never drive a Range Rover. Yeah, I just didn't really like the car when I saw it. It was just a little too something that I didn't didn't love they look like Um, gas guzzlers yes absolutely dorit asks kyle if she's okay dorit says that she thinks something's off with kyle i think that your friends pick up on stuff when you're you know she's very close with dorit yeah and kyle's usually i mean i get the energy that dorit is sensing because i also feel like her energy is a bit different than normal Mm-hmm. yep agreed then a little bit we, more rebellious yes absolutely i did see i did think this episode that kyle was more her old self the first episode i definitely was like oh yeah she's changing she doesn't want to please other people this episode especially the scene that we'll get into a little later i felt like she was back trying to please people 
again. Mm-hmm. We split back to Garcelle and Sutton and they discuss the matchmaking thing. And then Garcelle gets real vulnerable and she starts to cry. And she talks about Jax and how she feels like a failure because Jax wants to live with his dad. I really like, um, I like that. You know, I think it takes a lot for parents to admit that they're wrong mm-hmm. and or that I, they feel bad. I'm happy to, like, remember at first we never really saw much from Garcelle. Like, she didn't really open up, or that's what the girls said, that she didn't open up. Oh, yeah, ever. yeah. But now it seems like she's an open book. She's sharing, like, that. that's really deep shit, you know, about your kid. Yeah, it also kind of shows you, like, what she prioritizes mm-hmm. and what she shares and what is vulnerable about, because it's probably something probably big since we never see it from her. Yeah, and also that, that a lot. the fact that, I mean, she is working so much, and she did do this show, and because of this show, he did have, you know, he had to deal with stuff that he probably wouldn't have had to deal with if he wasn't, if she wasn't on the show. Last season was really bad for him. Right, and it's not, you know, it's not fair. Like, he didn't decide that he wanted to go on this show she mm-hmm. she's the one you know and she's working a lot and I'm sure like that's tough working moms that whole thing you want to be with your kid but you also want to make the money so yeah and that's part of like taking care of your kid is making money exactly you have to unfortunately that's what this world is about money yeah. honey and speaking of money Dorit <laughs> Dorit has a lot of it. And so Kyle takes Dorit to the Beverly Wilshire, which is where Pretty Woman was filmed. Mm-hmm. And they go up to like a room. And Dorit Dorit's like, she doesn't like that this is like a surprise. She's freaking out. She wants to talk to her kids. And I felt really bad for her in this moment. She couldn't just, like, enjoy this, like, weird, stupid surprise that, like, PK Very thought neurotic. would be, like, cool. Um, Kyle was laughing. Like, Kyle was just <laughs> laughing about it. Yeah. What? Oh, she even broke the fourth wall and was talking to producers that she needed to talk to her kids. And we've talked about this multiple times. Bravo's really like going all in with breaking the fourth wall these days. Totally. Everyone wants to like stop filming. They don't want to film. They want the audio to go away. Like And they show it. They show it, which is nice because they used to not show it. Yeah, they used to not. And now they are. <sighs> Dorit. Okay, so this surprise is just so annoying I don't know Yeah, there's not much to say about this the only thing is like so when they went back and then the lady was singing take my breath away was that the original artist no I don't think so. oh Berlin oh it did say Berlin didn't it okay I thought Berlin it was woman is the original artist 
But that's that song is not in Pretty Woman. No, it's from Top Gun. It even said from Top Gun, not Pretty Woman, which so I don't understand. That was really weird. I felt like the whole thing was really forced. The glam squad was weird. She didn't want to do it. The dress yeah. was ugly. The, she was crying. Yeah, PK was ugly. He always is. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> oh i didn't mean i mean uh and then when she's trying to explain about the ptsd he kind of just like he's like well i don't really understand and it's just annoying Mm -hmm. i don't know i was just really annoyed by the whole thing and i was annoyed that it took like a bunch of the episode away just for that stupid do you think he's a love bomber i don't know he doesn't seem from what the show shows us, I think he might be a love bomber. I just saw the car. Oh, yeah. He's really, like, all about, like, big surprises. Yeah, big surprises. Grand gestures. But then when his wife is having all these issues, is in London for most of the time. Exactly. And then also I didn't like that he, like, aren't him and Mauricio supposed to be, like, buds? Like besties, and then he threw Mauricio under the bus as soon as he could. He was like, "I bet that Kai Mauricio hadn't done anything like this for Kyle, or they wouldn't be where they are." Like, okay, yeah. Um, let's leave that. Next, <laughs> let's leave that scene. Yeah, that's how I felt about a lot of these scenes. Kyle and Mauricio. It's Portia's fifteenth birthday, and Can you believe that. No, we watched this little girl grow up and you I know, actually she, thought it was Alexia. I thought so. I was like, wait, whose birthday is it? But yeah. it was Portia. And they talk about Kyle talks about how the agency, Mauricio's business, is the other woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not connecting. Every time they talk, it just seems awkward. Do you think the show had anything to do with it? I'm sure the show did. Some, you know, like. And that's so awkward, too, because her daughters work there or their daughters work there. And then to have this like separation must be like a little bit weird because they're working with their dad. Yeah. And like they love him. I mean, they they love her, too, I'm sure. But like even Farah, the oldest one, who's not Mauricio's actual Mm -hmm. daughter you know like stepdaughter she works there and she seems like they have a great relationship every girl loves their dad yeah except me yeah but (laughs) but that relationship is really um, special and Mauricio seems like a good dad I think so too um The mother-in-law. This this was just so weird. I felt like Kyle was like seventeen again. The mother-in-law yeah, this was awkward. asks Kyle about the rumors that her and Mauricio are like separated or they're splitting, and Kyle says, "I didn't wear my wedding ring once, and that's what happened." And okay. all right, yeah. And then you know we <laughs> see the family and then they're okay so they're like at the birthday dinner and the girls are talking about tattoos and yeah Kyle's like oh mine are real haha and then it's like a big deal of I didn't it's like you have to hide the fact that you have tattoos from your mother-in-law you're like 40 over like 45 years old (laughs) like 50 years old you have to like hide something like that 
See, that's another thing that I feel like is also a cultural difference because if yes. it were like stuff with my family in Asia, I would also have yes to hide that. Mm-hmm. So I get, I I get why Mauricio got upset with Kyle throwing him under the bus. She really yeah. did. And then said, oh, she asked about it. No, she did not. She said, do you know your son has tattoos? Yeah, she didn't need to say that. But also, like, the fact that he, I don't know, the the fact that he got upset at her over that. If somebody got upset at me over that, we wouldn't be together because that's so stupid. But also, like you said, it's a different cultural thing. And I think, like, his parents have, uh, you know, don't don't are not okay with tattoos that's not Mm -hmm. that's not okay but also like i don't know it was kind of weird with the whole the whole exchange because the mom was like where's my son and she's like do you know your son has tattoos like what is happening and then it was kind of just like the party was weird it was just awkward between them he didn't want to talk Mm -hmm. about it he was like, I don't want to talk about this. And she wanted to keep talking about it. And I was like, here we are again. Another awkward scene with Kyle and Mauricio. And Kyle seems to be part of the. The awkwardness. The awkwardness. The bad, yeah. Like. I don't feel like Mauricio has changed. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. I feel like he's always kind of been the same. But then again, we're not there, but also the way it makes it seems, it seems like Kyle's the one who's going through some kind of, like, transformative era. I also think that he's so busy with work. I mean, if we never see each other, we're just not going to, like, know each other anymore, eventually. Yeah. I mean, a lot changes in a year. A lot changes in six months. Yeah. People change and things change, and mm-hmm. so it's just interesting. We're going to continue to see that their relationship unpack this season. Mm-hmm. But now, finally, I was thinking about this. OC at the end of every episode, we get all the girls together. Yes. The other housewife shows aren't exactly like that, but we get everyone yeah. together to go to Vegas for Crystal's birthday. Okay, my dream is to someday say. Hey, friend, thanks for the plane. Yeah. <laughs> the PJ, the the Kyle got the gift of the PJ, the private jet, who is, a, it's, if you don't know, that's the PJ. Um, mm-hmm. That What a great icing on the cake for someone's birthday. That's all. Um, imagine this happening for your birthday. That would Those be awesome. Some solid friends. Absolutely. You get to the airport after you ride on the private jet and there are red phantoms to pick you up and take you to the hotel. And the hotel? Insane. Did Uh, you clock that it was a Hilton? Oh, yeah. Oh, I (laughs) didn't. I know Resort World, but um, like I've been in the lobby, but I've not seen the the sweet rooms that they were in. And um, oh, that was insane. Yeah, it really was. I wish I were Crystal in that moment. Looks like they're going to have a good time. Absolutely, Uh, at Magic Mike. 
they do a four hour later thing, four hours later, and they're at Magic Mike. And it looked like Erica was up on stage getting like the runaround mm-hmm. with the guys. And it looked like maybe Kyle was up there too. It looked oh, like three of them, right? They're and Dorit, I think. Maybe like two of them were up there. Yeah, maybe. And then it showed Sutton leaving. She wanted to leave. She was like, oh, hell no. Yeah, what was what was that about? And then it showed, like, oh, Crystal being like, we have to go. Sutton's upset. And then it showed Erica, like, she's judging me. Why would I get in there? Do you think it had to do with the way the ladies were behaving on stage? Because if so, I feel like, who cares? You're in Vegas. Yeah. And you were the one who chose the place. What? Like, like okay you're going to a male strip review if you get pulled up on stage they're gonna like rub themselves on you and then erica says are you mad they didn't choose you oh no kyle said that oh that was kyle yeah kyle Damn. because they didn't choose you and i was like what's happening here was Kyle drinking for the first time? And that's like, what I was wondering. Because that sounded like drunk Kyle. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm so excited for next week. I know. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. I'm I so thought, excited. It was funny because on like the ride um, into Vegas, Erica and Sutton were like getting along. Yeah, like, they're like, happy. we have so much in common, la la la. And then like, as soon as like. The magic mic, it's just the thing is like, you can't get upset at a magic mic review. No. I don't care if your friend's and up there fucking If your friend's doing something, guys. it and has nothing to reflect on you. No, I don't care if like she put his dick in her mouth. Yeah. You're still having a good like, time in Vegas. I wouldn't do that. Same. But if my friend were, I'd just be like, oh my God, girl. And I'm not, that would be yeah, the end like, of it. I'm not going up there, but I'm laughing my ass off at you if you go up there. Yeah. Who cares? Like, that's hilarious. So, all right. So, Sutton, you know, she has manners. She's Southern, but so is Erica. Yeah, they're <laughs> from uh, very different worlds, I believe, in the South. Doja. Yeah, I think Sutton's from, like, um, the very upscale world, and Absolutely. Erica's from, like, you know, the strip club world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, strip yeah. clubs are big in Georgia. Um, I'm excited because this weekend is BravoCon, and you know some shit's going to go down, and some people yes. going to be mad, and there's going to be lots of tea, and it's just going to be a great weekend of content. We have to keep each other updated all weekend. Yes. Okay. We will be doing that. Um, I like was already really enjoying watching people like, oh, like um, Katie from Vanderpump, James Kennedy and Tom Schwartz were on like their own private plane to Vegas. And Aww, I'm like, oh, cute. Cool. Yeah. I think it'll be a whirlwind of, I mean, we've had a big year. We've had Scandival, Erica's stuff. Yeah. Jen Shaw's been indicted or went to prison, actually, and is apparently friends with Elizabeth Holmes. So that's Uh, interesting. Oh, that is. (laughs) Then we've had um, Bethany, the reality reckoning, which just in an article in Vanity Fair 
I don't I actually though think that Andy might have put a thing out like don't mention Bethany don't oh okay because there hasn't been a mentioning of her on watch what happens live I don't think he wants to give her a second of airtime yeah smart because she's coming she's coming for you she is like damn for our shows and I didn't realize she was like they're toxic they're putting people against each other and I was like oh uh, well that's why I like it I'm like oh <laughs> I know I was like is it bad that I like love these shows so much it's no also okay I just want to say they're rich already let the rich fall yeah. Like these women, each other, those cackling hags, the cackling hags, they're already out there doing their thing, being bad people. So let them get paid more and make a fool of them on TV so that poor people like me can exploit that and enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, We will be back next week with another Yay. episode of the real housewives of beverly hills so for bravo's dose amigas this has been angela and john viev and thanks for listening follow us on instagram at bravo's dose amigas and on threads at bravo's dose amigas threads is like not happening it's like well i don't know how to use it so i (laughs) guess You sent me like the thread that bravo posted and i was like bravo is this really happening yeah, I got to learn how to we're use on, it. We're on there too. Yay. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.